0: We are back for another episode of After a Few podcast. Um, still have not got a PS4. Honestly, we'll settle for a Xbox at this point. It's pretty just, hard
1: to get a PS4 now, right?
0: If they're in my cart, I'm pretty sure I'm, I
1: could get a PS4 pretty easily.
0: Listen, I'm putting them in my cart, and they're like to check out, and then all of a sudden the screen freezes, and I'm out.
1: I mean, I just sold my PS4, and I got a PS5.
0: I was talking about the PS5.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. How
0: ridiculous! This guy serious right now? A little incoherent. What's happening? Throwing bangers out.
1: Oh! H.
0: welcome back to after a few Podcast, second episode of 2021 um it's only been a couple of weeks but i feel like a lot of things have happened over the past couple of weeks
1: yep it's been a very eventful start to 2021 for sure so browns let's just get this out of the way browns uh, rip the band-aid off
0: it just wasn't wasn't in the cards this year they are a uh, great team. I think their coach is getting a lot of recognition, and I, I really hope that he he rises to the occasion next year. They get, they'll get they probably make a huge pickup. Um, my first take on the Browns' season is you don't need Odell. That's number one. Baker is your guy. I don't care what anybody says. He's just got the moxie and the – the attitude to be a Cleveland quarterback. He he doesn't have to be the man. Doesn't that's really how it is. Chubb, um dude's dude's insane. That dude's gonna be a workhorse for years to come if they can keep the offensive line intact. I'm excited for the Browns going forward, but just couldn't get it done. That's just how it is.
1: Fortunate. Um I mean honestly it's not the I would have taken the win, but it's not really the way that I would have would have wanted to win anyway with Mahomes going out, um, with the concussion, uh, definitely had a chance to win there though. Uh, Stefanski deserves coach of the year, hands down, um, with what he's done with this team with COVID and everything with, with like how he implemented that offense and how the guys gelled and responded, um, despite the shortened season, I think that's just a testament to um hopefully and we'll see more going in next season it may be too early to tell but i think that's testament to how well he fit in with the team and i think that was that was most important um of him kind of really understanding the guys that he had and everybody coming together um instead of somebody just you know trying to implement everything their way he kind of used the talent he had so it was unfortunate but hey it's farther than i think anybody expected him to get this year the thing the thing that leaves the bad taste in my mouth though is we we essentially we had other chances but we essentially lost by letting chad henny run for like a 13 yard first yeah
0: out. i'm glad you brought that up because like the dude hasn't been relevant in 10 years and um i i i i i, henny, I who could even remember that he was in the league i did not but i can assure you i'm pretty sure he won once or twice against ohio state maybe even more than that i don't know that for sure but um who knew come 10 years later the dude would still be in the league and then break ohio people's hearts it's just it's outrageous to think about honestly when they when pat mahomes went down i'm like oh browns got this easily cuz they were like chad henney and i'm like chad henney <laughs> are you kidding me right <laughs> but um chad henney goes 6 of 8 66 yards and he he had the, yeah. he had the ceiling run he put his head down just ran uh
1: that takes some Well, because who's gonna expect him to run? It was like nobody was looking for that. Like Mahomes is out. Chad Henney hasn't been relevant, like you said, in ten years. He's not gonna run for the first down and oh but a, yep, he's still got some in the tank. But apparently,
0: apparently. I mean, if you're a backup quarterback, I don't care, and you're dressing, you still probably make a million dollars a year, correct? In my you almost have to. Oh,
1: I, I would imagine, yeah. So
0: basically he just earned his paycheck in two plays that that run and then the quick out to uh Tyreek. And and yep. that and that was basically the game. I mean, Pat Mahomes played good he, he, when he got hurt. I really did think it was over though. I really did. He he goes twenty-one of 30, 255 yards. Um, I don't know. It, they're going yeah. to be tough. They're going to be tough to beat. Come uh, come Sunday, the Bills. That'll be a good game. We'll talk about that here coming up. But um, we'll let's get to the Buckeyes. It. It was a great year.
1: What yeah, I, speaking of speaking of a couple of heartbreaking weeks here for Ohio football fans. Yeah,
0: it 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 again. It wasn't in the cards, but Alabama, man, give them credit. Tip your hat. Devontae Smith is nasty, and Sean Wade should not have said that. Sean Wade, um, not coming back. He. Listen, he had a COVID eligibility year. Based on this year, he could have came back, improved his draft. He's going like ninth round. That no one's taking him. Oh yeah, he he got burnt. No, but, but Devontae's nasty. Their offensive line, like we couldn't touch Mac Jones. Um, Hines was all over the place. Um, I did like that interview though. They were or they were like, uh, man, it looked like you were running over them pretty effortlessly. He was like, effortlessly. They was tearing me up. So I, I was <laughs> dying watching that. They were We were just overmatched. It was a good season, long season. We lose Justin Fields to the NFL, um, which was pretty much expected. A couple good things for the Ohio State, you know, coming back. Uh, Chris Olave decided to come back. That's a huge – he's going to be the number one receiver in the nation next year, um, provided we have a quarterback that can get him the ball. Um, but – Garrett Haskins is coming back on defense, uh, the defensive line. So that's going to be a big. Um, they're going to have leaders on both. You know, they're going to have leaders, but how? How we're going to have to reload again? And that's just year after year we have to reload. Um, it seems like we have, but uh, Sermon's gone. It's gonna. It's gonna be. You know, there's not going to be familiar faces anymore at Ohio State.
1: Yeah, I know it's going to be. It's not a, a full rebuild, and we'll see um, – especially a quarterback is the the big hole, right? We'll see if – I mean, the
0: draft classes aren't lacking. I mean, look, you're going to look at the 2020 and 2021. We're in the top three of each. Um, Ryan Day is just a, a guru, and he, and he gets it from Urban Meyer, and it's kind of – which kind of brings us – so the Jacksonville Jaguars hire an herb. Good hire or bad hire, Scott? <laughs>
1: I think it's a great hire. I mean, anybody that says it's not a good hire is is nuts. Listen, the Jaguars have some talent on that team. And the number one pick. And, and the number one pick. And they're just going to add to that. So if they can get somebody in there that can get those guys organized and implement a working system, like uh, the, the, that's the crazy thing to me is they're not limited by their... By their talent, they just need somebody to give them direction in there, and I think Urban's the perfect guy to do it. We will see, um, how well his college experience translates to the NFL because it doesn't work out for everybody. Um, I obviously like Pete Carroll, has been successful at Seattle, um, but there have been, uh, you know, other guys that haven't been able to do that, but we'll see. Um, I think you know, I'm really happy for him, I'm happy for the Jaguars. I hope he does well there, I hope the Jaguars do well. Um, but I mean, you knew he was going somewhere. He wasn't going to stay retired. He was just taking a year off like he did when he came to Ohio state from Florida. And, uh, now he's taking the, now he's taking the step up to the big, big leagues.
0: It's a perfect situation though. He goes to the warm weather. He's kind of, you know, he's from Gainesville originally, basically where it's not where he got it started, obviously Bowling green to, uh, Utah, then, then to, um, Florida, but it's like he's got roots in, in Florida. Um, thank God he's not taking any Ohio State coaches with him, but he is pulling Anthony Schlegel from uh, the radio, I guess. Him and Bobby Carpenter got a radio show down in Columbus, and he's going to be pulling him from that. But other than that, um, good luck to Urban. He's got the number one pick. I've heard the – do we take – Do does he take Justin Fields? It's like he didn't even recruit Justin Fields. It was Ryan Day. So right. At the end of the day, you're gonna take Trevor Lawrence because he's his body is a prototype, if that's what you wanna call it.
1: Dudes <laughs> dudes I, why does that sound like a bad like early 2000s R&B song. But it, but it's true. It's like he he looks like his body
0: looks like if he puts on pounds or whatever, he could be like a not not a big Ben, but he more obviously mobile. He's going to be in his younger career so and that's how all of these quarterbacks, even Josh Allen, like Josh Allen baby I mean, he's willing his team to win. Like he he they played the they beat the uh Ravens this week sloppy game but the dude just makes plays like he's not gonna flash you like I don't know I, I don't know how to explain it he just makes those plays where if you need two yards okay we're gonna figure it out but um I don't know I, I think I think they'll get it I think they'll get it figured out down there in uh Jacksonville it's just gonna be uh it's gonna be a process I don't think they'll win right away that's that's kind of my take on it
1: yeah i i think you're right so we'll see what happens there but um definitely wish him the wish him the best of luck um and speaking of the nfl and urban came out of retirement speaking of people that are going into retire retirement old philip rivers I, of I, the colts announced his retirement after this season and it's sad it's it's sad the guy
0: is a lifer but I wonder how that kind of works. So you live in San Diego basically your whole life. Um, Then they go to L.A. Then he moves to Indiana for one year. So his family, are they stuck in Indiana? They're definitely leaving. They're outie.
1: I mean, probably. I don't know. I think he's what? He's almost 40 now. And, hey, he's had a pretty good run in the league. I love Phil. Um, I've said it before, but you know, wish him the, wish him the best as, as well.
0: It was kind of sad watching, like, it's not sad. He's just old and it's like, it almost looked like he was throwing his arm out to get like some of those deep balls there a- at the end of his, I mean, it's just like, geez, some get him on the bench. He's got a mouth though. That's the one thing I liked about him. Always liked about him. He's so competitive. He would just, you know, if it, if it wouldn't be after to the ref or whatever after the, after the play, he'd say, you know, give me that next call, man. He'd be crying about <laughs> everything. So I like he, he'd be revving their, them up. He'd be told to trash to the defense, you know, when he'd be putting them on him. but, um, they definitely going to be missed, but there's, there's guys coming up that are going to be taking these older guys spots. And it's going to be kind of exciting to watch that kind of unfold anyway.
1: Yeah, it will. It will be interesting to see, uh, who steps up. Um, And speaking of stepping up, we've got the NFL Conference Championships coming up this Sunday, the 24th. Um, Get your quick take on these. The first one at 3.05 is going to be the Buccaneers and the Packers. Who you got?
0: Gosh, it's hard. I love Tom Brady, but Green Bay is something right now. I don't know what it is. They really are something crazy. Like something insane, um, Aaron Jones almost 100 yards last game. Roger basically shreds almost 300 yards, just shredding defense, and it, and and the and he's out there smiling like, good lord, man. They look like they're up to something bad, but Tampa Bay can play defense. I that game when when I watched uh, Tampa Bay play New Orleans, the first thing that kind of like stood out to me is like how quick they were to the ball. So it could be anybody's game, but the swing pass to Devontae Adams. Um, might not work as well as in my opinion. So I'm going to think they're going to have to get down the field. They did throw it to like three, four other guys. Some guy, basically I've never even heard of in my life had like four catches. It's like, where's this guy coming from? But (laughs) I think they're, uh, I'm going to go with green Bay. What's the line on that spread is spread is three.
1: I don't know about all that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep um i i think you're right i'm taking the packers in that one as well although i think it's going to be an interesting game you know don't count tom out don't count the buccaneers out um i think you're just going to see the ball being flung around all over the place in that game i think there's gonna be a lot of yeah
0: depending on the snow and that that's the other thing that i want to look at like the weather the, the weather it's definitely in green bay but the cool thing about it is is we got quarterbacks that have done this their entire lives tom brady just played like 25 and a half seasons in in uh Foxborough. So I I I'm going to believe that they're going to it's going to they're going to act like it's going to be a running game obviously whoever gets the run game going will open up the pass game but
1: I'm I'm riding Aaron Rodgers to the Super Bowl this year for sure. Um so next game the AFC Championship that's at 6:40 on Sunday Chiefs and the Bills um and before you answer this one Mahomes apparently did take another step um, in progressing through concussion protocol today, practiced with his helmet on, Um, still not 100% clear on on his status, but I mean, you got to think they're going to do everything they can to to get him to play, right? The the NFL
0: and the Chiefs. Will do anything, right? Exactly. So that's the thing. He's their uh golden boy right now, and they're it, it kind of
1: well, he better be. He's the highest paid of all time, but, right? So... But that's
0: what's kind of going to lead me to my next like, uh, not a conspiracy, but like, I don't care what you say, I think the bills are destined to like do something great, but right now, the NFL is like dying for Pat Mahomes to become Tom Brady. I'm not
1: ah, so little little conspiracy theory going on. So I, I
0: think no matter what, no matter what happens, I think Kansas City wins this game. Um minus three spread again. I, I just think Kansas City is gonna find a way. I don't know if it'll be referees. They're gonna have a lot of fans in the stands. It did make a difference. Like you can still hear them compared to any other fans. Um Josh Allen, the season comes to an end, but it's Patty's league.
1: Yep. In other sports news, let's talk about the NBA, uh, for a little bit. James Harden going to the nets.
0: Yeah. He pulled an old LeBron move and he pulled an old <laughs> KD move. I, I had one of my buddies says, man, this is bull crap. Uh, yeah, James Harden gets to go there. They're unbeatable. And he's a LeBron fan. I'm <laughs> like, bro, stop it. it it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's outrageous. The, the slander, um, I think it's kind of ridiculous, but who cares at this point? Like, all I care about is a great NBA Finals game. Um, they got beat last night by, like, 14 by the Cavs. The Nets did with all three of them. In double overtime, the Net, or the the Cavs won. It was kind of a wild game, but um, they're going to definitely win the East. I don't think Boston can now compete. Um, Jalen Brown's pretty good. Tatum's great. Smart that's a good that's an awesome three but as a team they're not going to beat these guys KD can shoot over anybody James Harden can draw any foul in the world and Kyrie is still a stone cold killer I don't care where he's been the past two weeks he's been in hiding I could care less this guy is a killer they're going to get it together they're going to obviously win the east um it's going to be honestly crazy if they play the Lakers in the finals that would be nuts um I do kind of leave out Milwaukee. They're, they're nasty, but they're not beating the nets. I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to be, able- I
1: mean, not with that roster, man, come on. Like who's going to <laughs> Yeah. And them? the most bull kind of thing about
0: it is it's not, it's not bull but the NBA, this is kind of how it's setting up anymore. You get three guys that make a ton of money. Well, you just signed veterans for one or 2 million minimum. They got, you know, they got, uh, Jeff green basically on a, on a veteran minimum, um, Jordan, DeAndre Jordan, dude's nasty. All he is is an alley oop king. He sits in the paint, block shots, disrespect or disrupts everything. Doesn't ask for shots, which is huge when you're playing with Harden, Kyrie, and KD. So I mean, there's not enough basketballs on this team, but like, I think they will get it figured out. I don't know if they'll win this year, but dude, I mean, everybody's loading up anymore. That's what it is. And it and it kind of does suck because it's like the uh, lower market teams don't get the benefit of the doubt. You know, it's like oh yeah, James Harden is going to the Nets. Well, it's like Victor Depot, What you didn't hear is Victor Depot got shipped from the Pacers to the uh, Rockets, and then we got guys shifting all over the place. And it's like um, it was kind of it's kind of weird. But what the Nets gave up for James Harden, Lavert, all those dudes. Sheesh, I hope it better work out. They gave up draft picks for years to come. So they're all in on winning titles, which is – it's going to be easier in the East than in the West, I would say. But Milwaukee's still good. Boston's still good. Heck, the Heat were in the finals last year Um, if they catch fire. So it could be a fun NBA season. Um
1: I, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, but I, I think that's the matchup that everybody wants to see: is the Lakers and the Nets in the finals. So like that, that would just be crazy. Well, now, now it's set up perfect, dude.
0: It, 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 it really is. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Philadelphia is still good too. And speaking of Philadelphia. Um, Dakota Matthias former guest on here from Purdue um, he was on earlier you know a couple years ago um, he did get a chance he got um, picked up by the Philadelphia 76ers were in a two-way contract um, and what was very interesting is due, due to covid uh, protocol and um, contact tracing and this that and the other uh, Philadelphia a couple or one game ended up with seven guys so the dude played like 30 minutes you know and um, next game come out uh the play in the heat he's in at the end of the game gets a kick three ball with like 3 seconds left bang he hits it game winner um come to find out they cut him a couple days ago um so yeah, i hate it I, I felt like i felt like the dude was you know, trying to find his role within the team, um, looking for shots, obviously trying to make the right play. So it's kind of, it's kind of deteriorates, but um, dude, he, he's got a bright future. He's going to, he's, he's going to play again in this league. I promise you somebody will pick him up, but I, I it was just kind of a, uh, uh, kind of weird to see because it's like, man, all these guys are down. He was getting minutes. He hit a game winner. And then it's like to get cut. I'm like, geez. Oh, Pete's, that's crazy, man.
1: Right. Everything's looking up and then bam. But yeah, we, uh, we wish Dakota all the best. Um, and I agree. He'll, he'll get picked up by somebody. He's, he's an athlete and um, he's, he's got a spot in this league somewhere.
0: Couple, a couple of funny things, I guess, to end the show. You want to, you want to do those?
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So let's start with uh, we don't really get uh, political on the show, and we're not going to today. But we're going to do a couple of. um, We're going to talk about both sides,
0: though. We're going to talk about Trump and Bernie Sanders. (laughs) So
1: we are. We're we're gonna. So we're (laughs) splitting up. Trump and Bernie action. That's true. We're we're being we're being fair to all parties here. Um, So to start off with, uh, on his way out, you know, obviously uh, Trump was. signing a batch of pardons as most presidents do, you know, when their uh, term is ending. Um, One of those was, uh, was Lil Wayne, actually. So he uh, pardoned Wheezy for his, uh, for his gun conviction, as I understand that. Yeah, he,
0: I mean, it's, it's pretty much cut and dry like that. But basically what the deal is, is um, Lil Wayne is probably one of the only African Americans that supported him, came to the White House, seen him, whatever the case may be. So Mm -hmm it it just it makes sense like that's a donald trump move to just be like you know like on the way out yes i do i do support all people but i i think it's funny like obviously you can't carry a gun on a plane if it's your private jet or not i don't i don't know what the case is but um i can't believe he hasn't like got out of that with as much money as he has like what's going on with i, I mean i don't know if it, do you if it, think
1: donald do you think Donald Trump is a fan of Weezy's music?
0: Yeah, I I yeah. honestly do. Like I just do you see
1: him sitting in the in the uh, in the Oval Office listening to his mixtapes. No, but I could definitely sign an
0: s- executive order. I could definitely see like Trump coming on stage at like a Little Wayne concert at some point in the future. I'm not kidding. I, I can no, see I, it
1: happen. Like I mean, probably he's going to need the the publicity, I guess, but I don't know that'd be a great thing to do for a while. Yeah. Um, but, uh, also, uh, Tiger King, uh, Joe exotic did not get pardoned. Yeah. So
0: apparently he had like a limo and all this crap waiting on him outside this, this jail or whatever, (laughs) like praying to God, Trump was going to pardon him. He, he didn't. So like, Again, it's like one of those Netflix shows that like gets you sucked in and nothing ever comes of it. Like, um, what was the one where the two or the brother and the, or the son and the dad were supposedly killed those people in that town. And like all, all the people on Twitter and Facebook were trying,
1: yeah, they were trying to get all this was stuff a, overturned. It was and, a guy and his nephew. Yeah. Right. So they were
0: trying to get all this stuff overturned. And it's like, it's another one of those kind of shows where it's like, dude, Joe exotic is a, is a bad person. Like if you think about it, the dude is a bad person, but all these other people are worse people. Yes. I, I agree right. with that a hundred percent, but
1: I'm well, making it, making murder. You could at least, they at least made a better case for it. Like the tiger King. So that guy's just a clown. That whole thing was bananas. I got like I'll full disclosure. <laughs> I did not watch that whole thing. I got like two episodes in and was like, I, I, it's this is too nuts. Like I can't even keep up with I, it. So. I felt like it was
0: one of those things on coronavirus, like lockdown, that like you had to do. So I don't like you had to at least start it and like see what it was all about because like people were like Player King's the best, and
1: it's like I turned the first first episode on, I'm like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> kind of weird. That was one of the weirdest things I've watched on Netflix in in a while. Yeah, definitely a but, classic. Yeah. It's like one of those things that you'll never like forget. Like
0: you were at home during Corona, whether you watched it or not, it's like, you know who Tiger King is. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah. You'll think back to it. Like years down the road, be like, Oh yeah, that's when were just watching Tiger King and all this stuff was going on. Like the yeah, hairdos
0: and the memes and stuff like that. That's,
1: I don't know. Um, what's the deal with this, uh, this Bernie Sanders inauguration day picture hilarious
0: people. I mean, it is getting outrageous. Um, basically he's just sitting there looking miserable in a mask with his uh with his mittens legs crossed it, it looks hilarious but um apparently Garth Brooks performed at the inauguration and the best meme I've seen was people walking out Bernie sitting there on the chair, stooped over looking like this. And it says that moment you go to a Garth concert and he doesn't play friends in low places. I about fell on the ground laughing, (laughs) but it's just, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, at least we can find some like humor in this like crazy world right now. It's kind of funny. I mean, I, I don't know about Trump pardoning Wayne, like whatever. I I know every president just gets to pardon pretty much whoever they right. want. So
1: Yeah, it's it's nice to be able to take uh take these little moments. Yeah, the internet has really taken off with these memes. Some of them are hilarious, so definitely check those out. Um speaking of things taken off in the internet, uh recently um within the past week, Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney Spears' sister, was on TikTok And for those of you who haven't seen this video, Google it. But she goes on TikTok and basically says that there's this problem with with Tesla. That Tesla is the, Teslas are the secret cat killers. And that Elon Musk directly mentions and calls out Elon Musk in the video and says, like, come on, man, we need to figure this out. And in the video, it's not just... She doesn't just say, like, oops, this happened, like one cat died. She She's lost multiple cats nope, like in the nope, video. No pun intended. Oops, I <laughs>
0: did it again. I too. wish that
1: was intentional. I'm not that smart. Um, she, said, she said that she doesn't even want to say how many cats they've lost. Now, the thing is that, and what she's saying is the engines, because the engines in them are silent, the cats don't hear them. So she's apparently at least ran over one one for sure at least two just says she doesn't i mean the way she's doesn't want to say how many you've lost so are we in like how many are we talking here like a dozen the way she's talking is
0: like 12. i mean this is the most outrageous (laughs) video i've ever seen in my life like um to for her to be like okay um the car's engine is so light so maybe we need to put on a horn for the kitties as they walk by (laughs) listen the only thing that came to mind when i watched that video was the episode on the office when andy and dwight were going at it about angela and (laughs) that and i'm not kidding you that's what i that's what i was thinking in my head the whole time so um i don't know what what planet this lady's on or what she's talking about, like thinking that Elon Musk would get together with her after that. So intelligent. of a So to be clear,
1: you don't think that Elon Musk will respond and have a plan for a cat horn in the next iteration of Tesla's.
0: If it was Britney Spears. Yes. Jamie Lynn, who is this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not, not high profile enough for, uh, for old Elon there. But yeah, that was the craziest thing that, that, that I've heard. Like, come on. And, and also if we we're, we're talking about like animal abuse there like somebody might want to look into that because if we're talking double digit cats here like that could that could be a problem uh, or for you her. could
0: just not drive a Tesla how about that and and buy a, with a cheaper car how about do that
1: buy a, I, like... I feel like I feel like it's definitely user error right like okay it happens one if it's me it happens one time okay i'm selling the tesla there's there's no way Right. Like you, you got to do something about that. Well, if like, they were that's, your that's... wife's
0: cats, yeah, she would make you sell the Tesla. Just saying.
1: Well, plus I probably wouldn't be allowed to live in my house anymore either. Like we're not even going to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, to wrap up here today, um, get to, I wanted to... get to that other video by Tom, yeah, that Tom, I want to, want to talk about the, uh, the Tom Segura, um, injury here. So uh Tom Segura is a well-known uh comedian, um, a friend of Joe Rogan and, and Bert Kreisner. So uh him, uh Tom Segura and Bert Kreishner were at this gym um playing uh two on one for a while against this um this younger kid who's a pretty good athlete and, and he was smoking them. So then they start uh lowering the rim a little bit and they start dunking, right? So they lower it down to like eight feet and they're doing some dunks and then they start progressively raising it up and um in the video it's pretty graphic so forewarning if you google you know tom segura injury you'll be able to find it um he goes up for a dunk and i think i think the room was like nine nine feet probably at that point and you just see him wipe out and it looks like it looks like he slips Okay. It just looks like he slips like the floor is wet. The thing is the floor was not wet. He legitimately tore his patella tendon off of the bone, which sent him down and broke his arm. so and then he landed on his arm and it just like goes behind him. He had like a compound fracture of his forearm. Um, like uh, this is this is nuts. like two, what
0: two things. can you spell his last name for everybody? Yeah, Segura,
1: S-E-G-U-R-A, Tom Segura. Okay,
0: so look that video up. But a couple things here. This guy is in no shape to be in any kind of dunk contest. I don't care if the rim is at 8 foot, like neither of them. And then when he said it was a contest, neither of them could dunk. There's no possible way. Like
1: these guys... um, I mean, to be fair, he did say he successfully, he actually did have a successful dunk at nine feet or whatever it was, like, right before that. Yeah, I mean, you can
0: have dreams. I get that. Like, I've had dreams (laughs) as well. Like, I I dunked a ball one time in my life, and it was in pregame warm-ups one time, and I was so jacked I didn't know what, I never did it again. I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't get up that high. So it's just sometimes you have to face your facts, like, and then you have to look at gravity. And that guy at least weighs 300 (laughs) pounds. So I'm just saying it wasn't uh, meant to be, again, it wasn't in the cards. Like we started off the first, you know, Browns, Buckeyes. It just was not in the cards. This guy should not. This guy should get (laughs) in. It wasn't in in
1: the cards for him either. This guy should
0: get in like hot dog eating contests, not dunk (laughs) contests.
1: So do you think, could you, I mean, could you dunk nine foot? today yeah easily yeah easy no problem Nine, and you don't do you do you think so obviously he's you know in a, like i don't know he's significantly older than we are what do you think the increased chance of injury was for for you today do you think you could do it without getting injured like multiple times
0: me dunk on nine foot yeah yeah um well i definitely need to stretch but i think i could <laughs> stretching is key i think i could do it like a couple times like i don't work out like or pretend that i do i don't like my body is just like i don't know I got... so
1: probably about the same level of uh exercise that uh that tom segura was at going into those
0: yeah i mean i would say my legs like if i hype myself up i could do it like one time like after that as long like As long as somebody's seen it or verified it or whatever, then I'm not doing it again. (laughs) You just just need that
1: one just for posterity and then you're
0: you're out. I'll do like stupid stuff. Like if we'll walk into a building like with somebody, I'll be like, man, how high do you think that is? And like they'll tell me and I'll be like, man, if it's under 10 foot or 10 foot like they think, I try to give it a go. Or 11 foot like where I can touch it. My thing was I just can't palm a – like I couldn't palm a men's ball. so. Like, I could dunk a volleyball pretty easy when I was in high school, but I could never palm the ball. So it was just one of those things, white
1: white ball problems. Kind of an essential skill to to, uh, being able to dunk there. But yeah, definitely not something I'm going to be trying anytime soon because my basketball career ended after eighth grade and I wasn't good then. Yeah. Um, So, all right. That's all we got for this week. Um, Thanks for tuning in um, and we will be back soon. Hope everybody enjoyed it and stay safe out there. Bye.